And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Radio Drama Revival is brought to you in part by Audible, who offer a free 30-day trial and free audiobook at audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama. Audible boasts over 30,000 titles, including a whole ton of audio drama. That's why I love it. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama. Thanks. And welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here are news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And we are back. I was traveling a few weeks in the beautiful Yucatan Peninsula of Mexico, uh, where my family and I had a chance to meet some monkeys. adventure in some underground cenotes and of course spend a few days relaxed at the beach alas I am now back home in Maine and the sound of the world around me is more like this Anyway, so for those of you trying to cure some winter blues or looking for audio entertainment to take with you to your tropical destination, Radio Drum Revival is your home for that uh, here and stronger than ever. I want to give a special thank you to all of those so generous to donate during our Kickstarter campaign. Also, your patience getting your premiums sent out to you. Everyone who requested one should by now have their sweet RDR mug or t-shirt. I also finally got the digital box set premium out to that group of donors as well, so if you think you're missing something, drop me a line, fred at radiodramarevival.com. Um, otherwise, enjoy your gifts. If you missed our Kickstarter but still want to support the show, please send in your pledge anytime at radiodramarevival.com. We have a link to support the show on PayPal right there. The show is produced as a labor of love and your donations that support the technology and the team that helps bring you this free service every week. And uh, speaking of that team, I do have a few key people to thank for their contributions, keeping the show alive and cranking. Uh, first off, Matthew Monique Boudreau from Oral Stage Studios, the creators of 1918, Dialed In, and the more recent A Prophet's Guide. Uh, they have taken over as our submissions editors uh, for a little over a month, two months now. Uh, they've helped wrangle our overstuffed inbox of new submissions, meaning that if you submit a show to Radio Drama Revival now... Uh, you will be much more likely to get a response in a timely manner than in the past. Um, also, on Matthew's suggestion, we are bringing reviews back to Radio Drum Revival. Next week, you're going to hear our first. Um, the host of those reviews is David Reinstrom, who wears a number of wonderful hats, but his most relevant, for this gig at least, is that as writer and producer for Our Fair City, that wonderful campy dystopia 
podcast now in its sixth season. Recently just had their uh, kickoff party in Chicago for that. Uh, you'll also be hearing the voice of another Matthew, that is Matthew McLean, the producer of the relatively new audio drama production podcast, audiodramaproduction.com. He is carrying the torch of the producer interviews. I used to do many more of those on this show back in the day, but all things change. And uh, Matthew is doing a great job with those uh, for his own podcast, and he will gracefully let us play some samples of those here in Radio Drum Revival. Uh, this is one of one he did recently with the legendary Dirk Mags of BBC Radio 4 fame. This is Dirk Mags, and you're listening to the Audio Drama Production Podcast. You can do so much more in radio. You can go anywhere. Use your imagination. Go from the top of Everest to the depth of the Mariana Trench in the Pacific. Travel to new worlds. Go inside someone's head. Go inside and live in their head. You can go microscopic. You can go cosmic. You can tell the story in one voice of one person in absolute silence. And if that's a dramatic choice that that works dramatically well, then do it. But on the other hand, if you want to tell something this is with the epic sweep of a, a galaxies warring with each other, do that. But whatever you do, don't just do two voices talking against a background where nothing is distinguishable because the two voices and the two voices are are telling don't write two voices telling each other stuff that you could have actually heard we could you could have create the picture of them doing reported action is for greek tragedy and bad radio drama good radio drama good audio drama is go and make a world go and paint a picture in sound which um f- makes the imagination uh, create huge, fascinating pictures, even huge, fascinating pictures of tiny things. If it's a man locked in a cell for 20 years and 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 you are just with him in that cell, you can still explore everything about the human condition and you can do it with colour and texture and light and you're just working in sound. Listen to the rest of this interview and much, much more at audiodramaproduction.com. So, yeah, to hear the rest of that, more Dirk Mags, more of Matthew's other uh, interviewers, check out Audio Drama Production Podcast at the audiodramaproduction.com or search iTunes for it. Uh, highly recommended if you want to know more about the nuts and bolts of making this stuff. And finally... Uh, last but not least, the fantastic Tibby Patience Wyland, uh, who is responsible for bringing us, that is Radio Drum Revival, to South by Southwest this year. And yeah, you heard that right. Myself, Sibby, Matthew Boudreau, and Sonic Stages producer Sonia James, we fly out to Austin this March to represent the world of audio drama. Uh, we're doing a panel to filmmakers on adapting film and TV programs into audio drama. It'll be a panel not to miss. If you are going to be at South by Southwest, give us a shout. I also know that Casey Wayland of We're Live is going to be out there sometime. So uh, we are bringing our word of this wonderful podcast medium uh, to the rest of the world and couldn't be more excited. Thank you, uh, Patience. You'll also probably hear her later in the year as a uh, guest host here on Radio Drum Revival, and she'll be contributing in another various factors as well. So uh, those are all the thank yous and announcements and stuff to catch you up. Uh, now we're going to go on to our show today. It's called It's Grim Up North, a uh, Monty Python-esque account of a group of grumbly Roman soldiers guarding Hadrian's Wall 
in AD 126. If it's not the cold water or miserable food that gets them down, it'll be the weather. Uh, so the more things change, the more they stay the same, right? So uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed this rather cheeky production. It's Grim up north. In AD 126, men from every corner of the Roman Empire were dispatched to outposts across the width of Britain. Their task, to help build Hadrian's Wall. The bleakest of these postings was Mile Castle 17. Drizzlewort, where only the most desperate scoundrels were sent. Men who would fight to the death over a wrong word. Men who only agreed on one thing. It's grim up north. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Make sweet music, Helmet. Yeah, you idiot. Now look what you've done. Go and catch Porky, son. Do I have to, Dad? It's horrible outside. I don't know why you take that pig to bed anyway. Because it reminds me of your mother. May the gods rest her soul. Yeah, Porky. Yeah. Oh, shut the door. The rain's getting in. Play it again, Helmet. Is it, Mr. Con? Time to be on parade. Parade? Parade? We don't do morning parade. Apparently we do now. What is going on, Mr. Con? The new boss has arrived. What's this, girl? Beans. I can see that. I asked for bacon. The bacon ran off, sir. Tell the cook I want to see him immediately. The men are assembled, boss. Never mind, girl. I'll tell him myself. Proceed, adjutant. Is it always this wet here? It's worse in the rainy season. By the great beard of Jupiter, how on earth did you teach a bear to play the trumpet? That's not a bear, boss. It isn't. Are you sure? It's Helmet, the Barbarian. Girl. Listen up, men. Our new decurion, Marcus Vesuvius Jr., is going to inspect you. Troop, attention. Well, he looks about 12. <laughs> we should get him to stand on the box. Eh? Good morning, men. Yeah. Hello. Name? Julius Invictus. A Roman? I am that, sir. Grandson of the great Caesar himself. <laughs> Hail Julius! <laughs> and it's true, I am. I am. Hence your position as... Julius is our cook, boss. Oh, yes. Caesar's offspring are often to be found languishing in the kitchens of godforsaken mild castles. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny because they don't... Why didn't I get bacon this morning? Ah, uh, no pigs, sir. <coughs> what, pray, is that then? Name? Porky, sir. 
Not the pig soldier, you. Arthur, sir. Why have you brought... Porky. A pig on inspection? For protection, sir. You're amongst friends here, soldier. Not my protection, sir. Porky's. The bastard cook tried to kill him. Pigs are very intelligent animals, sir. That's right, isn't it, Dad? Aye, son. Name? Garius the Archer, sir. Gary us? It was Gary, sir. But his mother, may the gods rest our soul, wanted him to sound more Roman. A bit like Julie here. It's Julie us. Say goodbye to your little friend. Weak, 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 weak. Right. Oh, oh, not again. Break it up, you two. What soft hands you've got, Garius. Bit young to be an archer, though, aren't you? I'm 17. That's impossible. Your skin has the luminescence of a 14-year-old. Your hair is as soft and fuzzy as a ripe peach. Your lips... Uh, <coughs> Perhaps we should um, move on, boss. Oh, um, yes, of course. Name? Kazan, sir, the wall builder. Obviously not a very good one. According to my records, the wall hasn't advanced in months. Ah, you are the very image of your father, sir. You knew him? Oh, yes, sir. Since you were this high, same height as you are now, in fact. You used to run naked around the compound, trying to catch the chickens. I was very young then. Fifteen, as I recall. Yes, well. Oh, of course, that was before your father was caught. Soldier! If I want you to speak of my father, I would ask you. Who's missing adjutant? Why are we one short? Oh, there's only one short around here. <laughs> <laughs> Silence! I think we should discuss this in private, sir. Do not presume to tell me where and when we would discuss anything, soldier. Where is our missing man? Um, Caius. Shh! It's a secret, sir. You have no secrets from me. Where is Caius? Shh! Stop doing that. He's on a secret mission for the governor. Why wasn't I told? Because it's a secret mission, Buzz. I suppose that's one explanation for the war being so far behind schedule. That's right, Buzz. But not, I suspect, the whole story. Right. Listen up, men. I've been inspecting the books. <sighs> the few that I could find, that is. <sighs> I've noticed a few discrepancies. <gasps> I'm sure there's a simple explanation. Weapons are missing. Oh, terrible. That'll be the Britons. Uh, rogues and thieves, the lot of them. Watch yourself, Julie. Enough! I should warn you that I will not tolerate anti-British sentiment in Drizzlewort. We are peacemakers and wish to live in harmony with the itinerant population. Uh, exactly, sir. No matter how crude and uneducated they may be. It's not just the arms I'm concerned about. There is also the matter of the stones. The stones, boss? The stones! The records show that Drizzlewald has ordered more stones than any other mile castle on the ward, but used far less, and, from what I can see, we have very few stockpiled. My question is this. Where have the stones gone? Well? Maybe it's erosion, sir. Aye, have you seen how much rain will get up here? I reckon the Brits eat them. That's why they've got such bad teeth. Stop this nonsense! You would need a team of horses to move those stones. One of the sentries must have seen something. Excuse me, sir. Yes, Darius. What are sentries? Shameless Jupiter and Juno. Um, maybe it wasn't horses, sir. Maybe they used pigs. Your pig is very light-footed and strong. 
but they could easily carry stones on their back like. Your horse is very limited in comparison. Oh, enough! Things are going to change around here, gentlemen. Where there is slackness, there will be discipline. Where there are beans, there will be bacon. And most of all, where there are trees, there will be wool. Do you understand? The governor has set me some pretty tall targets. Oh, we'd better make him that box then. So I'm going to be introducing new flexible practices. Is that like yoga, sir? And bring an end to labour demarcation. Speaking on behalf of the men, Lake, I'm sure that following a full consultation... Silence! All uniform will be worn at all times, and Adjutant here will be drawing up a new roster to give everyone double duties until the wall has caught up. Oh, oh man. Centuries will be posted at all times, but they won't just keep watch. They'll also help the builders. Oh. Silence! Mark my words, things are going to change at Drizzlewalt. Ah! Can someone help me out of this mud? Ah! I've told you before, stop sneaking up on me like that. I was just admiring the view. Move your hand. This hand? Nah, the one on me backside. Save your clumsy pawing for your picked girlfriend. Is that jealousy, I hear? Nah, indifference. So, how are you getting on with Junior? He's a Roman. (laughs) Why didn't you tell me he'd arrived? My loyalties aren't to you. Just to whoever pays you the most. Tartan of which, my comrades need two more spears. Comrade singular, your brother to be precise. But soon, we will be thousands and then we'll break the yoke of Roman oppression. Actually, not that soon. I can't supply any more arms to the Boudicca Resistance Army. It's Boudicca. Well, either way, Bra is a prescribed organisation. Since when do you care about that? Since you didn't pay me for the last lot of spears. It's not just about money, Con. It's about independence. It's about overthrowing Roman imperialism. How would you like to be tied down and dominated? Well, actually... If we work together, we can make good use of this Roman... (laughs) I'm all for a closer relationship. And it won't even cost you two spears for my inside information. Excellent. It'll cost you four. Those pork chops were first class. Thank you, sir. What's your name, girl? Lanasia. And how did you get on with my predecessor, Lanasia? Mm-hmm. He wasn't really here long enough to make much of an impression. He vanished overnight. He did? Yes, sir. Never to be seen again. Like his predecessor and his predecessor before him. I think I'm seeing a pattern here. They never mentioned this at HQ. Do you know what um, happened to them? (gasps) No, sir. I'm just a humble servant girl. They probably couldn't stand the pressure. It's perhaps not my place to say, sir, but... The men are running a book that you don't last a month. I think you'll find that I'm made of sterner stuff than others. I bet you know everything that goes on round here, don't you, Lanasia? Me, sir? I'm just a humble servant girl. What do you know about Garius? Very little. He's from the Brigantine tribe. The son of Arthur the Pig Keeper, grandson of Derek the Dung Shoveler and great-grandson of Sid the Swamp Dweller. It's good to see he's moving up in the world. 
Does he have a girlfriend? I mean, um, I think it's good for the men. Helps keep them in check. Oh, we red-blooded men need a good woman around here, don't we? I'm not a red-blooded man, sir. I'm just... A a humble servant girl. Yes, sir. But I believe Garius may like to ride on the other chariots, sir. Really? I mean, really? You know, Lanasia, I know we've only just met, but I'm a good judge of character. I'd like you to be my, um, eyes and ears around the place. Can you do that? Of course, sir. But... But what? Well, it's just that I have a very poorly sister. I'm sorry to hear that. And father's been out of work since the incident with the mule. My unfortunate mother has contracted the pox, and my poor, poor brother lost both his ears at the Vindolanda razor juggling exhibition. How much? Five dinero. Very reasonable. Payable every full moon. Come down from that tree, Maeve. You as well, Rona. Let's talk about it. Go boil your heed. You see, Darvella will be finished this week. We've got a new boss. You will have to be patient. We're picked. We don't do patience. You've put Helmet and Julius on another job, haven't you? Typical builders. I swear, we haven't. We shall not, we shall not be moved. He'll hear you, and you'll never get your villa built. We want a house built. When do we want it? No! What's going on here, Adjutant? Oh, just a little problem with the local clan chief boss. Too much to drink, probably. Why is he up the tree? She, sir. That's a girl. They both are, sir. I didn't know you had gorgons in Britain. You two, get down from there at once. Bag it off, you wee Roman stoogie. Finish your villa. What did she say? I haven't really got an ear for this. Oh, you don't? <laughs> Excellent. Oh, I, I, I mean, um, I'll get Hassan to translate for you. You understand these people, Hassan, don't you? I, I, I think she said something about saving the tree. Shaving the tree? Saving the tree. Saving. Oh, yes, yes, oh, of course, Mr. Con. I remember now, she said, um, we are unhappy with your, um... Campaign of deforestation, uh, the tree is sacred and has been precious to our culture for centuries. There are people of few words, the Picts, but those words speak volumes. I will not negotiate with terrorists. You speak their tongue, peacemaker. Tell them they can't stand in the way of progress. No problem. Kutsman, you can do this right enough. What are you talking about, you daft Algerian lump? Tell your leader that we want the job done or the cash back with compo. Translate. Um, we love the um lovely tree. We are on your side, but you'll have to come down and raise your concerns through the proper channels. How are we supposed to do that, you useless Roman numptyheed? Um, she said that sounds like a good idea and asked what the proper channels is. I don't know. Perhaps if they wrote to the governor. But they can't write. That's bureaucracy for you. <laughs> we shall not, we shall not be moved. What are they singing? Um, three shall not, three shall not be moved. We want a house belt. Save the environment. What do we want? What do we want? Stones. Scones. They said stones? No, they said scones. Scones? 
it's a traditional picked food. Um, wholesome, organic, buttery. Right. I'll deal with this. They have to learn who's in charge. I wouldn't do anything hasty, boss. Actions speak louder than words. Just look and learn, men. We Romans are taught to laugh in the face of adversity. We shall not, we shall not be moved. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea, sir. What are they doing now? It's an ancient picked tradition. Why are you lying on the floor, soldier? Uh, you should get down too, sir. They're throwing something. Uh, what's that? They, they've hit me. In the name of floor, it stinks. It's all over me. It's called a dirty protest. You mean it's... I'm afraid so. But there's so much of it. Hence the expression, thick as picked... Sh- Soldier! Don't teach him, yes, we <laughs> What is it, pig man? Can't you see we have problems here? And take Porky away, he stinks. Mrs Emily, sir, you ate Porky for lunch. And that smell isn't coming from her. Pigs are your cleanest... Oh, enough of your pig nonsense. Get back to work. I can't. Me and the lads have been talking. And we've decided to down tools. What? As Drizzle War shop steward... May I remind you that you are a Roman auxiliary? Aye, I know that. And that the Empire prohibits strikes. But we Brits like strikes. Really? Oh, ayahs! Oh, what was that? The Empire striking back. Now get back to work. I'm not risking the safety of the lads on the site. Not when there's a terrorist threat like... Like what? What? You said a terrorist threat. Like? Like what? Well, like this, like. What are you talking about, man? I, um, I could get Hassan to translate Arthur as well, if you want. Um, no. I think I can master it. If you don't get back to work, like, I'll have you executed, like. Oh, that is very good, sir, spoken like the native. Yeah, well, the lads aren't going to be very happy about this, like. Oh, for Flora's sake! What do we want? Stones! I would swear they were saying stones. Oh, no, 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 definitely scones, sir. Right. Soldiers, cut down this tree. Whoa, boss! What happened to living in harmony with the itinerant population? It's your first day. Do you really think it's wise to kill the local picked clan chief and her sister? If it means getting the war back on schedule, yes. It would be a declaration of war, boss. Think about that. Your month's trial will be brought to an abrupt halt. And what about your father back in Rome? A failure of this magnitude would bring shame on him. Cowboy builders! Oh, no. You've really upset them now. What? What is it? I'm not as fluent as Hassan, but it's unmistakable. Kill boy leaders. Kill boy leaders? They mean me, don't they? They do have previous boss. You mean my predecessors? Well, no one really knows. But if I was a betting man... What shall I do? Leave me to deal with the Picts, boss. We need to do it quickly. Because once they paint themselves blue and start shouting, Freedom! There'll be hell to pay. Well, if you insist, good idea. Crack on, adjutant. Keep me informed. We 
shall not, we shall not be moved. You can shut up now. He's gone. Come down and we'll sort this out. No, you come up here. I can't. Why not? I'm afraid of heights. We shall not, we shall not be moved. All right, all right, I'm coming. Oh, 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 oh. Stop that, will you? It's, it's bad enough being up here without you shaking the branches. Where are our stones? Uh, I've told you. Stones? Oh, you'd better learn to fly. You'd miss me. Not as much as you'd miss me, my sweet Randius Maximus. Once you've had a pect, you can never go back. Okay, okay, I'll get you some stones and some builders, but I need time to work on the new boss. Well, if he stops his havering, we might give the wee laddie a chance. What do you think, Rona? Eh? Uh, You've got until sunrise. You can get down now. And why would I want to do that? For love? No, seriously. It's a big step up from spying on the Roman. <laughs> you were the one who said we should work together. Oh, come on, Lanny. We both want the same thing. No, Con. I want commitment to the cause. Loyalty. And above all, fidelity. And you want to romp with a wild heathen who eats tree bark and cleans her ass with grass. I think you'll find it's the other way around. Please, Lanny. Six spears. I thought the going rate was four. We live in inflationary times. That's excellent news, Lanacia. Tails between their legs, you say? Oh, I. Con, the adjutant put paid to those filthy picts. And the tree has been chopped down? It's helped to warm the bunkhouse as we speak. Wonderful. Clearly my little pep talk worked wonders. Oh, you're a great leader, sir. The adjutant believes you to be a vast improvement on your predecessors. Really? I must say he seems a trustworthy fellow. Hey, they're a good bunch at Drizzlewort, by and large. You should get to know them better. I could arrange a little get-together for you. Maybe I should get to know the men better. Perhaps throw a party or something, sir? I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll invite them round for a party. You're a genius, sir. The art of leadership, Lanasir, is taking your inferior's vague notions and turning them into something tangible. (laughs) (laughs) More wine, barbarian? Yeah. You don't talk much, do you, barbarian? You should at least give thanks to Bacchus for this wonderful spread. He who inspires to godlike status has no need to hear the chirrups of the lowly woodland creatures. Yes. Well, perhaps I'll go and talk to the others. Mingle in that. Hail Sneezer! Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Very funny. Oh, standing guard in that raid will be the death of me. I, I, I still don't understand why Hadrian wants a wall built up here. I mean, why couldn't we build it down south? Brighton, Neum, 
perhaps. Ours is not to question the Emperor's wishes, soldier. Now, Garius, dear Garius, tell me, how did you end up at Drizzlewort? I shot a horse with an arrow. You're an archer, that's your job. It was Hadrian's horse. I mistook it for an invade and picked. Beautiful and stupid. I do like that in a boy. Drink, sir? Thank you, Lenasia. Is it supposed to foam like that? The local mead is powerful stuff, boss. Your predecessors refused to touch it. It's why they never gained the respect of the men. Really? Oh, yes, sir. To be frank, the men felt it brought their virility into question. There are plenty of boys, girls, who testify to my virility. To Cupid! May his arrows strike fear into the hearts of the local virgins. <laughs> Lenasia, fetch me another goblet of this fine... Flavoursome, foaming. <laughs> well done, Lenny. Come on, boys. You know what to do. Not now, mother. Huh? What? What's happening? What time is it? The sun is about to rise over the piggery, sir. Can't you just say ten o'clock? It feels like Mars himself has stamped on my head. Where are my clothes? What happened to Reveille? Ah, now that's the problem, sir. Helmut's been kidnapped. You said you sorted it out with the Picts. I had, boss. But last night you, um, well, goaded them. Me? How? You stood on the wall and sang... Come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. Um, yes. Well, <laughs> we must stand our ground, adjutant. Roman honour is at stake here. No ransom is to be paid. It's the principle of the thing. Actually, I've already sent Julius off with a hundred stones and six spears. You what? Why? Because without helmet, work on the wall has ground to a halt. And the governor will sack you if you don't reach your target. Why wasn't I consulted? I wanted to, boss, but last night you were, um, how shall I put it, uh, worshipping a bit too heavily at the altar of Bacchus. Nonsense. You were dancing on the latrine roof. A fine old Roman tradition. With Garius. Team building. Naked. Not again. When Helmut was kidnapped, I had little choice but to inform the governor. Holy mother of Saturn! Or pay the ransom demand. And you chose the latter? Of course, sir. Thank you. I'm very grateful to you, Adjutant. We look after our own at Drizzlewort, boss. Anyway, I didn't really have much choice. It was bad enough, losing Helmet. But with Garius traumatised by your attempted seduction... Attempted? So nothing happened? No. Garius passed out shortly after you. But that's not how Arthur saw it. I'm not scared of the pigman. You should be, boss. He loves his son even more than his porcine pals. He was threatening to make you sleep with the piggies. They'll eat anything. <gasps> My predecessors. It's possible. The curly-tailed monsters leave no trace. Anyway, we sedated Arthur for fear of reprisals. Sedated? Julius hit him with a wine bottle. 
That meant we were four men down, including he who must not be named. Pius. Shh. I've, um, paid Arthur an extra five denera for his troubles. Excellent. You can pay me back at your convenience. Yes, yes, of course. Now would be very convenient, boss. What have I done, Adjutant? I've been at Drizzlewort for less than two days. The war hasn't had any work done on it. I've broken the ransom principle. I've lost a hundred stones, six spears, and almost declared war on the pigs. Twice. I've been the victim of a dirty protest. One of my men's been kidnapped. Uh, I've got hopelessly drunk, and I appear to be in love with one of my soldiers. It's an impressive start, sir. You can come out now, Garius. You haven't forgotten our story, have you? Of course not. What story? The Decurion stripped naked and made you dance on the roof with him. Right. Did he? Oh, I must have been really drunk last night. I don't remember that at all. No, man. That's our story. What story? Oh, never mind. If the Decurion asks you anything, just play dumb. I'm sure you can manage that. Tell him you want to draw a line under it and move on. And accept any apology he offers you. Do you understand that? Yeah. Good. Now dash off and tell Helmut and Julius to finish Maeve's house ASAP and get back to camp before Junior realises Helmut hasn't really been kidnapped. Helmut hasn't really been kidnapped? Gentlemen, the swift intervention of our new decurion, the estimable Marcus Vesuvius Junior, has ensured the rapid return of Helmut. Thank you, Adjutant. Men, it is patently clear to me that any negative reputation that you have acquired is an undeserved one, and that all you have been lacking previously is decisive leadership. I hope you have seen from the events of today that that particular vacuum has been well and truly filled. What a dickus. It only remains for me to say, welcome back, Helmet, and get back to work. Walls don't build themselves, you know. <laughs> Garius, could I have a word, please? I just want to throw a line around it and move off. I'm sorry? Apology accepted. What? Oh, right. Excellent. I'll, um, be off then. Right, lads. The picks paid Helmet for the work. As usual, it's equal shares. Ten denera for each of us, and I'll put ten aside for he who must not be named. He means Caius. Shh. Who was sent word to say he's had a quote accepted for the aqueduct job in Wall's End. Where's Wall's End? At the end of the wall, you idiot. Watch it, Julie. I haven't forgiven you for Porky yet. Oh. Come on, lads. Let's not fight amongst ourselves. Business is booming. A toast to Hadrian. May his warty-faced coins fill our pockets forever. To Hadrian! You have been listening to It's Grim Up North. Written by Ed Wolf and Trevor Wood. Directed by Jackie Fielding. Starring Dale Meeks as Con and Arthur. Dean Logan as Garius. Gary Kitching as Julius, Hassan and Helmut, Matt Hobbins as Marcus, Jackie Fielding as Lanasia and Rona, 
Karen Trainer as Maeve. No pigs were harmed during the making of this program. And that was It's Grim Up North, a production by Ed Woff and Trevor Wood. Uh, it's their first audio play they've done, but they've done a number of stage plays, uh, film and TV shows for the British market. Uh, their link, website's a little bit complicated to say right here, so I'll just put a link to it up on our website, radiodramarevival.com. Uh, search for Ed Woff and Trevor Wood. Uh, more comedy productions coming to you next week here in Radio Drum Revival. We also have well over 300 hours of original audio drama programming on our website, radiodramarevival.com. You can uh, find that by genre on our app. Search Radio Drum Revival on either the iTunes app store or on the Google Play market. Uh, we also are on the Amazon Kindle market as well. Learn about the latest in audio drama news. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Drama. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Radio Drum Revival, or find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Again, just look for Radio Drama Revival. And that is a wrap for this week. Radio Drum Revival, produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh, submissions editors Matthew and Monique Boudreau of Oral Stage Studios. Copyright of individual shows remains that are original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drum Revival is a production of Radio Drama Revival, LLC, and is podcast at radiodramarevival.com as a labor of love. Until next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week. Presents an evening with the progressive box. Oh, the moon. Yeah. That's Hugo tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi, oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.